Hi everyone. Today's video has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the one thing you should do with your covers if you really wish to increase sales. So today's topic is what you need to know about covers. Now as a writer, you're first getting started and you're figuring this whole writing thing out. You have to format your book and you have to have a description and you need keywords and you need a title on your book and an author's name on your book and then you also need to have a cover for your book. Usually this is the next natural step once we've actually figured out the basics of what the book is going to be called and such. So, but where do we get the cover from? And how much should I pay for a cover? And which what should it look like and all of the organization because if you're not a graphic designer this whole cover thing can be very confusing and leave you wondering i have no idea what i should be doing next on the cover front and that is what we're going to hit in today's video this is chris baird from self-publishing made easy where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard Hit the subscribe button if you find this video useful because I'm trying to get out this message to as many writers out there as possible to help you self-publish your book. I've self-published over 200 books on Amazon and other platforms, and I'm trying to help you get through the steps in a way that's not as difficult as when I first started. In addition, you can grab a copy of my free self-publishing checklist below in the description to make sure that you are not skipping any of the secrets to self-publishing. So let's get into it. When I first got started with self-publishing, I followed a Kindle book that was telling me exactly step-by-step step how to go about doing this. And they said one of the keys was ordering a premium photo to go on the cover, and then you could hire someone on Fiverr, which is a website at the time, was $5, now it's like $7, but functionally the same, in order to actually put it together with the title and to do the formatting for your cover. So the thing is, I paid $40 for a premium photo on one of the premium photo sites. I found a photo that looked like something that would definitely work for me. Then, the, but the end result was absolutely terrible. It was an awful end result. I was not happy at all with the way that it looked, the formatting and the way that they put the, the text on it. It was almost as if they had no idea what they were doing. My biggest challenge here, though, was that I didn't understand how to use Fiverr appropriately. I figured you could just choose anyone who's doing covers and it should be just fine. I didn't understand that a lot of people may not understand English as well on Fiverr and that as a result they may just be starting and so when you give instructions they're not completely clear over it. Now everybody gets better with practice especially if you're using a different language than you're familiar with and I can tell you as somebody who's had to learn Norwegian over the last couple decades I can tell you that as you practice you get a little bit better each year with it. Now the next thing I did was I went to Upwork and I found an artist to do my covers. Now this worked great. I was paying about a hundred dollars a cover and so on my earliest of books, you can look them up, they end up having these uh, comic or maybe they wouldn't be like a photo, but it would be uh, sort of like uh, artwork that the person had put together. And I thought they were excellent covers. They still, by today's standards, are excellent covers. And especially for $100, they were a great deal. But the thing is, I ended my journey going next to Canva and understanding I could actually just have them 
uh, put the covers together even for free. And I was using some, I was testing out ghostwritten books at the time under pen names. And, uh, uh, and then I was taking their covers and putting them on there only to discover that they were outselling many of my books, which is completely crazy because I heard, oh, this is a popular niche. Let's say, uh, I don't think I have any on essential uh, salts or essential, essential, I forgot what it was, but uh, you know, these sorts of things. And, uh, and then you put that book out on that particular topic. You get somebody who can research it and write a book together. You use Canva to put the cover on the book, and then suddenly people are loving the book and giving positive feedback on this particular book, and they're beating my own books. And I'm just amazed at just because of the correct topic that you're within a hungry market, the ability to sell. That was my first experience with that, and I could not even believe it. But Canva has a whole series of limitations, and especially in their latest ones, they are choosing not to put in the resolution that's necessary to go about putting your books onto uh, onto uh, Kindle, and so I found that I was I was having issues, serious issues lately, even with with uh, some of my students who were attempting to go this particular route, and then having a challenge. They had to not use the built-in templates on Canva, but actually creating the templates to ensure that the dimensions and the resolution of the cover you're creating actually match what is required by Amazon Kindle. And so, uh, so a little few more steps, and of course, Canva realized people were just making covers off of their website, and they were just doing incredibly well. My final location was Fiverr, and if you look below in the description, you'll see my affiliate link for the artist that I use on Fiverr now, and it costs about $18 to do a cover, and this person has done tons and tons of covers for me, and I've been very happy, and the results show for those covers in terms of bringing in regular income while I am sleeping on those covers. And so that's just a little bit of the journey that I've been through, and I ended up going all the way from Fiverr and all the way back to Fiverr, but the difference was I found this person by saying, show me the person who's had the most orders and then choosing the highest rated uh, person on Fiverr. So we know the reviews are real, the ones on Fiverr, and then it helped me better find the cover. So what you need to know about covers. Now here's a couple things you need to know. The first thing is the cover is the second most important thing, only second to your title. And I've been recently discussing this even on YouTube here on this exact subject with some people who are exploring the subject of the power of covers. And the reason is, is because a person initially when they, unless they already know you. Now, if they already know you, you're an established author, well, then none of this matters because they're just going to see you put out a new book and they will buy it if they know, like, and trust you. But the second thing is, is that if they don't know you, then what's going to happen is either your ads are going to pull your, your cover in front of people or more likely they're going to do a search on particular keywords, right, based upon the type of novel you're writing or or if you're solving a problem like, you know, my classic of puppy training, essential oils, that was what I was thinking of, then up comes your book if your title is optimized for the keywords so that they would clearly see that you've you've got the, the listing that comes up, like the search result page, your first search result page, and up comes your, cover, your book because it, it's titled Essential Oils or Puppy Training. And as a result, the people who go in there and they, they then see the cover. Now, that cover becomes the next most important thing. That's why it's the most second most important thing because the cover is not going to get in front of people, but if they do a search on the keywords, your book, that will pull up your book. Now the cover has a job. It's to show them exactly what to expect that is going to solve their problem, right? But there's a couple things we need to pay attention to. The first thing is your cover needs to pop out on the screen and be easily read in thumbnail size. So, so when, when your readers, readers get to, your, to, to see, see the, the cover, cover 
First of all, this microprint and putting thousands of things on the cover where it's confusing, this is a terrible idea. So do not do that with your cover. Make sure that the text is easy to read even when you shrink it down just a little teeny thumbnail size because that probably is what they're going to see. The same goes for your ads. When they look at your ads for your cover, it is the cover that's going to sell it. Now people say you can't judge a book by its cover. Well, I'm here to tell you it's the opposite. They are completely judging your book by its cover. It is the most important from a marketing standpoint only second again to the title itself. And these things are making promises. They're telling you, your, your potential reader, your prospect, that this is something that they are going to want to check out and they will regret it if they do not buy this book. But how would they know that? The answer is, is because the cover is so fantastic. It just pops out when they're looking at that cover. And if it isn't popping out, you're wasting time on your cover. So, but the third answer and our secret answer of the day, it's that your cover should look similar to the best sellers in your niche or genre. So don't get creative with the covers. Your readers are already telling you what exactly they want. And what do your readers want? They want a cover that looks like the books they're already buying in your genre. In fact, this goes so far as many authors will use the exact same photos even on the covers because they're so good. In other words, you could have, let's say, a bestseller and yours is using, you've paid also for the rights or using a free photo from Pixabay, for example, to put that onto your cover, a premium level cover, and it's identical to the other bestsellers in your niche, which is completely legal because you're not stealing their cover. You're using a cover you either paid for or a cover that was already free in the first place. And then you'll have multiple books using the same for artwork on the cover because it is such a powerful way to sell your book. And the readers, they don't even care. The only thing you have to remember is that we are doing whatever it takes to get them to click on that cover. Because when they click on the cover, now we're on the sales page. We move from the marketing side of things to the sales page. And that's an important distinction. Marketing is all about bringing your reader into the location where you can then sell them on purchasing your book. And we want to get them to that sales page. But if they didn't find the book because your title has some crazy clever name, but not something they're looking for, they won't find it. And then if your cover doesn't look great, they won't click on it to bring them to the sales page where they can read the description, click on your author's profile, look inside the book. They can do a number of different actions and finally make up their mind whether or not your book will solve the problem that they're looking to solve and click buy now. And that is exactly where this all leads. So don't get creative. You see the books they're buying within your genre or your niche and make sure yours looks just like those. It looks like the top selling covers and you will be surprised. If your book looks completely different than the top selling ones, when they see it, they will assume this isn't for me because I know my books that I'm looking for. They look like these best sellers over here. Even though they won't tell you this and your readers or the prospective readers, they're not even going to know it themselves, but they sort of know it. If I'm buying, for example, a, a book on how to program in, in a particular, let's say, learning Excel or something like that, a lot of these books look identical. So if I have like nature photos and, and pictures of families running around, that doesn't match what I would think of as a technical manual. And so that would be something that would discourage me from purchasing the book as opposed to the top sellers where it has a picture maybe of the Excel or it's got a spreadsheet, it's got somebody serious, business looking person maybe sitting at a computer. So there's a number of things I would expect to see on that cover. And if you're deciding to get 
crazy clever both on your description or your title and then on your cover it's going to make it impossible to sell your book and you might be thinking but my book is such high quality you won't even get a chance because your marketing is terrible and you're thinking well what does marketing have to do with the cover and as i mentioned your cover is part of the marketing so my question for you today is have you found choosing the right cover to be difficult if you found it difficult then write yes below in the comments and if you found it super easy then write no below in the comments and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.